0: The potential for greatness lives within each of us, I Dare. My name is Nikki Dare. I Dare was born of personal hardship, triumph, and the desire to succeed. I Dare, the acronym for Integrity of Diversity, Adaptation, Resilience, and Empowerment is the hallmark of my life, derived from learning to evolve through difficult circumstances growth experiences necessarily result from these challenges. Without the obstacles, we never would know the true meaning of success or feel the exaltation of triumphing over adversity. My personal mission, therefore, is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best, best life by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. I did and so can you. It's about personal empowerment and unlocking your inner potential. I Dare, therefore, is a way of life. Please join me to discover your inner potential by sharing some of our own challenges. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and joining me today. Let's make it a blessed, joyful week this week. Thank you.
1: Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio. Heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. I-Dare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Mickey Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist. Women in the Field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of Fishing and Hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO, Range Safety Officer, and CERT, Community Emergency Response Training Member of FEMA Certified Training. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s. In transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare.
2: Grow and bring women across the globe together collaboratively. I said this before in my podcast. I just want to bring this in again to letting our voices heard in so many myriads of issues and challenges we women are facing today and successes, as well as you. Yeah, we want to talk about successes, right? Whether this is in business, professionally, or home personally. We know all of us women here, we do crazy things. We juggle so many things at once, we wear many hats. We are the mom, we are the business owner, we are the entrepreneur, grandma, friend. God, the list goes on. But here it is. We managed to get shit done. Epic. I am so excited to, uh, to have Amanda, our lovely guest this morning, to agree on me on that one. Okay, apa kabar? Selamat pagi, buenos dias. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? Good to have you all back here on our We Talk Women Empowerment this morning. Super excited. With our lovely, lovely guest this morning with me, before I introduce her, I I do want to insert this, that since the relaunching of this uh, We Talk podcast, we had inundated from emails sent just from many incredible women across the world. Uh, We live in a technology world. We talked about this earlier, too, before we start, such crazy technology that it is so fast and then so easy access that we can just like, you know, get on the internet now, and it's access across the world. So talking about an incredible woman here, we have a very special beauty who is joining us this morning, believe it or not, all the way from Canada, to be exact, in Kingston, Ontario. She's an incredible author who has published five books in result of her personal struggles and shortcomings that she's gonna talk and share with us this morning. She talked about transforming your life through the law of attraction. Her book called Manifesting um, on Purpose, and that's just one of her amazing, inspiring books that she has published. I'm just super excited to learn more about this gal, her journey and story she will share with us. Amanda, hi, how are you? Are you here? (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. How's the weather? Yeah, how's the weather this morning, my dear? Oh, we have
2: <laughs> ahead of you, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's afternoon. It was it was nice and sunny this morning. Now it's overcast. It's pretty classic Canadian winter day here.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, it's I'm in California. It's been raining, raining, and raining. Overwhelming. I think we need this rain too. So let's get on on this. From a passionate author to another yourself, welcome to our show. Now I want to start the show uh, instead of you know reading a long bio, which you have. I mean impeccable, impeccable achievements. By the way, Amanda, I'm so proud of you. That has all of your accolades. I want to hear a story. I want to hear your story, your personal journey, which had taken turns, peaks, valleys, as I can imagine, which all shaped you to what you do now and take you where you are today. Your story you had represented you, who you are today. Your story could be someone's missing piece. The answers and solutions that we, maybe myself too, right? Why did you choose the career or turns that has taken you here? How do you respond to these challenges? Go ahead.
3: Oh, what, what, a, what a great, great thing to share. I think stories are how we, how we grow, and I think that's why I did get so drawn into being an author. Um, so let's just start away at the beginning. So um, as you mentioned, I do write about law of attraction, something that's really big um, in my life. And it was something that was interestingly enough, something I grew up with that was a concept in our home. My parents were very open about spirituality and that kind of thing, um, meditation, all that stuff. So it was something that I was aware of growing up. and So that, I think, plays a part in how I came back into my life as an adult. Um, in my teen years, I kind of got away from it as we kind of dive into adulthood. I find a lot of the times, (laughs) all of the stresses and different things that come with growing up, we tend to lose that play and imagination that makes life a lot of fun. Um, and I know a big thing for me is I struggled a lot with eating disorders as a teenager. And so I was in a very dark place for a really long time and going into adulthood that had really followed me. And I had also looked into like I want to be an actor and an artist and all of these things. And I started to adapt this really negative mindset, this broke actor mindset. how is
2: that mindset? It's how is <laughs> that mindset creeping in us, right?
3: Yes. And good or bad, it, it it has the impact. So for me, I was yes. I was just like a broke actor. So I, I lived into that. And anytime I got a job, I I, I wouldn't even make enough to fully cover my bills. So my credit card kept going up, just trying to cover basic necessities. Um, And and that carried on for several years. Um, I finally got into a job where I was making really good money and I enjoyed it. Um, But it had taken me away from my art and I'd been spending so much time outside of my house. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm a homebody. I like being home. I like doing beautiful artistic things. And this is just draining my energy. I don't want to live like this anymore. And so I, I got away from the job, but then I felt like I was at square one. I was like, well, what am I going to do? Oh, I felt really sad. You went back again to the turn. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <exactly>. <laughs> There's a um, turn again.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, it, and life is like this. I find life is very cyclical. Yeah, absolutely. You get absolutely. It. Um, I ended up finding and I had no idea what it was at the time, um, but I ended up getting into network marketing. It was just one of those things where um, I'd been a customer from a company for a really long time. It had gone really well. Uh, As a customer, I loved the product. So I was like, oh, okay, I can sign up as a coach with this company and help people lose weight and whatnot. Cool. Okay, I'll do that. Um, And so I'd gotten into that, which was interesting. And I learned a lot through that process. And that's what tied me back into Mindset which is really interesting. Um, And one of the reasons I really respect a lot of network marketing companies is they put a lot of effort into personal development and that kind of training. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so that steered me right back into law of attraction. And it it was funny though, because the first two to three years that I was a network marketer, I was like, nah, I don't need to read that kind of stuff. I already understand law of attraction. I grew up with that, I'm good. And of course, right. so I had so growth. Yeah, it was, it was one of those things where I was like, I was kicking myself, basically right. shooting myself in the foot. And when I finally dove in full tilt in the law of attraction, just everything changed so quickly. My business picked up. We got out of a bad situation. Um, and of course, life's like this. It keeps throwing you things until you get the lessons. So what happened was um, my husband had been working full time and then he got laid off. And I wasn't making enough to cover our bills to be able to pay the mortgage and that kind of thing. So I was like, "I've got nothing else. We either lose the house or maybe this law of attraction is going to work if I if I go all in." And I did. And within six months, our lives had completely changed. We ended up being able to buy a better house. We ended up having more money than we would ever mm-hmm. had before. Getting into investments and all this crazy stuff in just blink of an eye. And and that's when it was so hitting home for me the law of attraction and getting it out there and being able to pay it forward. And then that tied back to my original love of writing, uh, which is right. something I loved when I was a very young child. So it brought me back to that and having the ability That's to your passion,
2: basically, that is your passion that you, you love doing that. That's just in your blood. You were born to do that.
3: It, yeah, very much so. Um, and, and, and I had actually written my first, um, my first book when I was 16, but I never did anything with it.
2: Wow. Just... Let's, talk about that. let's talk about all your five published books. I mean, you you wrote five, not just one. I mean, I feel like, oh, I only did one. I'm working on two. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about your published, five published books. How, how, how is that through your hard times? I mean, you, you started obviously at 16 years of age uh, in the process of your life. And then how, how it built, obviously, the manif- uh, manifestation of that um, you know, law of attraction. That's really empowering, by the way. I'm sitting here listening to that because you, you were on the rock bottom and then you were able to say, you know what, if you're not going to be doing anything, who else going to do this with us for us? You know, mm-hmm. either we're going to lose or we're going to win. You choose. Yeah. So let's talk about these five books.
3: Yes. Um, so for me, I like exploring so many different kinds of aspects of life. I think that's part of the artist in me. Um, so one of the first things I wrote uh, was my book, Fire, Fury, Freedom, which is like a science fiction dystopian book, action adventure. It's just kind of this really fun tale. I've always loved things like Lord of the Rings and Star Trek and all of these grand, beautiful stories. But yeah, they, they're just, entertainment's such a big thing. And I think it also helps us to think um, outside of the box. We can we can exactly. enjoy Yeah, we can entertain, but we, we also... Take away something with it. Your imagination. Yes, exactly. Um, So that was something that was really big for me. And then um, a couple years later, I ended up writing um, my book, The Impending End, uh, which was really a big thing for me to work through a lot of the emotional trauma I'd been through through my eating disorder. So being able to get a lot of that emotional stuff out. Yeah. Um, and then, then a big thing with that also is helping other people understand what it's like because mental illness is a big thing that affects so many people yes. in so many ways. Um, and we know that percentages are The mm-hmm.
2: mental illness.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing in there um, is really getting into what we're going through when we're going through it. Because I think for me and for everybody I've seen who's struggled with any kind of, health issue, whether it's depression or anxiety or an eating disorder or whatever, um, is the mask we tend to wear in public, not showing that we're suffering in silence. and suicide.
2: Yeah, I think that's a com- uh, commonality uh, of, of, of that in the ground itself. I think a, a lot of uh, um, they, they, they tend to say, hey, you know, we're, we're so alone, but you're not alone. I think when you start talking to people, somewhat, everybody's gone through that. You know, not not, not through in an extensive, extensive way, but more in a somewhat, well, yeah, sad about something, you know, lose the job, of course. But I think the key is to, I mean, you're going to talk about this, obviously, but I'm just going to insert my, um, my three cents in this, is that to be able to pull out yourself almost immediately. Yeah, you can be in that, in that uh, place for a while, perhaps, you know, if you if must. But it's not healthy. It's not, um, you, know, you know, the rest. So, you know, I'd like you to um, go ahead and, you know, uh, share with us what you had to go through with by writing that book. And then the, some of the highlighted uh, messages that you had written in the
3: book. Um, yeah, definitely. Okay. It, was, it, it, was, it was as difficult to write it as it was therapeutic. Um, I would say it's almost like journaling about something that you don't really want to talk about <laughs> absolutely exactly
2: i I would say the same thing it's like you know it's at that moment when you experience that deep inside so deep feeling inside that nobody uh, you can't describe that except you can write it by that's part of the process of healing as well right
3: yes um and and that was big for me, especially being a writer that that ended up being a really good therapeutic tool for me to use um and to get it out there, um, it, and not that I necessarily would want to remember it, it was actually very hard to go back in and, and read it while I was working through getting it pre- prepared to publish it, but it was also interesting sometimes to see how far you've come, and then it yeah. was interesting again because it tied back to mindset, um, and, and I know that can be a sensitive subject. I know I talk to a lot of people who are in the midst of struggling, but it is your mindset at the end of the day that can, that can overcome anything. I mean, we've seen people heal themselves from whether it's a mental illness, whether it's a physical illness, we've seen people heal themselves from cancer that was deemed to be incurable because of their mindset, because of shifting their mindset. So we know we're very powerful beings. We know that our intangible us, right,
2: human being, there's something in our genes that can just, I don't know what it is, but it's like a magical inside. It's like, look, if you can be happy, you can be optimistic, more optimistic um, about this. Um, things can be just fine. Right. I mean, you talk about this in your manif- uh manifesting the, uh, the purpose I think on your book as well. Right.
3: Yes. Um, and yeah, that's exactly it. We're, we're just so powerful. And I think most of us just don't, we're not awake to it. It's not something that we're brought up with. Society doesn't teach no. us this kind of thing. It's something no. that you find and discover on your own, hopefully find and discover that's on your own.
2: That's and why it. we do what we do, right? <laughs>
3: this, this is why we're sharing. This is why we're doing this, this cast today because it's we, we need to get this information out in the world. Um, and, and then once we realize that, that we're creating our own world, we can change it. Um, and so when Absolutely. I got into manifesting on purpose, that's where the title came from because we're manifesting all the time. 24 seven, whatever you're thinking, it's, it's, you know, you're a magnet to your thoughts. Um, and so really that came from purposeful manifestation. So instead of letting our brain just free flow on autopilot, and we tend to think a lot of negative thoughts, whether we like to accept that we do or not, um, when right. we free flow, when we get our mindset focused, um, the world can change very quickly uh, in just <laughs> in ways we can't even imagine.
2: I think it's what what also if I may say um, it's the social media right now i mean it's just bombarded overwhelmed by all these things that's been put out there, opinions, views, and everything, and people can get easily misled uh, yeah. in the roads of you know finding themselves and then you know here's what I say too about finding yourself is that you already like you said, I'm just you know echoing this what you uh, had presented a while just now is that it's already in you, it's already in you, sick within you. You do not need to seek outside, you know, like, oh, maybe they have the answer. Yeah, you, uh, it's all based on opinions. And you've got to live what you're, you're completely grounded in your own truth, you know, as well as your own beauty, as well as your own power. You, you seek within, you seek inwards. You know, you can't be the prisoner and limit yourself from others, what others think and you know, expect from you. You know, that, that, that's where the self-awareness and self-care is the key, you know, is what I'm, I'm trying to address here. Isn't that what I, um, is in alignment what you're about to say?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I love that you brought that up. I think, um, I love social media and the fact that it's brought us together. We have this amazing global community, and I love that aspect. Um, but taking a step back and realizing, you know, people are posting, generally speaking, the best parts of their life. They're, they're, they're crafting <laughs> their own image. And I think that's really important to remember so that we don't play this comparison game, which is uh, so, right. true. Um, you know, especially, you know, you get on Instagram or something and you start scrolling and you're like, she's got this perfect life. I only see beach pictures and she's drinking margaritas all the time. And I want her haircut and whatever the case may be. <laughs> and it gets really weird. You
2: know, maybe she's under stress, you know, because you know, we don't know the circumstances. It's not who you exactly. are. It's not what you are, you know? That, it's that given moment, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's a big thing, too. And, and not, we don't know what's behind the scenes. So the pretty exactly. picture and the beautifully right. crafted message, it, we don't know what's really the substance behind it. So taking it at face value. Um, and, and if anything, using it as motivation. If it's something you want instead of dipping into jealousy, I parents, completely agree.
2: using completely agree. it as the, like... Yeah. convert yeah. That, that energy you know whether you're comparing and then uh you're saying okay well I gotta be this way no you don't have to you just have to cherish who you are what you are you know uh, we're, we're simply saying that this is who I am and then you know we we, we, we wanted you know we meaning that us people human beings you know <laughs> that sharing uh stories sharing everything it doesn't have to be a comparing kind of thing you know it, it convert that into more a um motivation Convert that into more, hey, that's inspiring. If she can do that, I will do that. I know I can do that. You know, yes. it's all about yeah. collaboration, not competition. <laughs>
3: right. I, I love that. And I, I think that also speaks to who you're putting in your circle. Um because exactly. we, we know um, you know, Instagram's one thing because we, we see we tend to follow a bunch of strangers. But on Facebook, for example, we tend to follow a lot of family, friends we know, that kind of thing, and sometimes that can be a really negative situation if we see people constantly posting. I mean, there's a plethora of things. Um, I have a really big um, U.S. base on my uh, Facebook, actually, and so I see a lot of these political things going on all of the time, a lot of negative stuff, and I try and take myself out of that because it, it just becomes this little ball of hate that goes around, and Nothing good can come out of surrounding ourselves with people who are uplifting and motivating and doing cool things in the world and and then getting together and collaborating to do even cooler things. And I think that's something that's really profound. And I know that was a difficult thing for me in my growth journey um, was getting away from the people I was around. Um, There's that. and I've read it a billion times in a different books where they're like, your circle of five is is the thing that impacts you the most. And I really wanted to not believe that. <laughs> but when you do the exercises that everybody recommends where you, you know, put the sum of the five people together and see, you know, how many of your beliefs are in alignment, how close is your bank accounts in alignment, all this different stuff, you start to realize, oh, okay, they do have an impact on me. Maybe I need to reassess who I spend the most time with. <laughs> So yeah, I and think, I,
2: think that, I like that. I'm taking notes, by the way, on that. That's some very good advice, by the way. Yeah.
3: So um, go ahead. it definitely impacted me. I, it's um, it's one of those things where it has more influence than we necessarily maybe want to believe. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I like that. You know, what, what uh, you gotta have to, to to have because every day is different. You know, every day is different. Is how you make it. Uh, you got know to how you're gonna spend it. Uh, unproductively you know with people like doing stuff and everything but you know I want to go back again to your books basically um I know writing a book is oh god can be very very challenging I know I got on this um sort of um you know issues or matters uh shared by a lot of my, my my friends who wanted to start a book and then she said oh my god I can't find time I can't find this can you share with us how you did that? I mean, I know that there is a lot of driving force behind it that you gotta do it. You want it. This is your passion and everything. But can you share with us, breaking it down for us, um, how you managed to get it out so, like, within what? Within a year, you can write so many books and it's self-published. My goodness!
3: Yes. Congrats, Amanda. Thank <laughs> <Hey>, you. <yeah. laughs> so, um, how you did that? Yeah. Um, how you it, I never want to say it's not a lot of work, but I have a very strong thumb and this is what I I teach. No matter what you want to do with your life, whether you're writing a book, whether you're trying to lose weight, anything like that. Um, It's the daily consistency. Um, So one of the things I see people do is they're like, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to write it this month. And I'm like, you're crazy. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, It's like when everybody does that, um, the the November thing, um, that November write like 50,000 words. It's the big thing. I can't remember the hashtag that goes with it, but everybody does it. And I'm like, I'm sticking to my own pace over here, guys. Um, And my rule of thumb, you work on each project. I mean, I I usually write two books at a time um, in completely different categories. Like I'll do a nonfiction and a fiction at the same time. Okay. And I'll do 30 minutes to each one a day. That's my my minimum, but I usually it's usually not that much more than that either. And I right. commit to writing just one full page of that a day, like a Word document page, so like an eight by eleven. Okay. every I day. I did
2: that for the last five years. Okay, <laughs> but I kind of like sometimes in some months, whoo, one quarter has gone by. You know, write that. The daily discipline yes. is called discipline, right? It's called self discipline. Yeah. Sometimes I don't have that, yeah. like going to fitness, for example.
3: You know, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Yeah. and it's, it's hard I think um one of the biggest things um we can do if it's something that we know that we're like and by the end of the day we're gonna go I'm too tired I'm just tomorrow um and of course tomorrow never comes um <laughs> the biggest thing is anything that we're kind of like that we push off make it the very first thing we do in the morning then it's done then then we can go hey I did it yay I checked it off my to-do my list because yeah. I, 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 when somebody
2: asked me that it's like when do you write well, this is what I, I have done in the past, and I'm still doing it supposedly, but I, I kind of fell off during the holiday season, is that I bring this. I bring this little recording, okay? I, I bring it all the time with me. So whenever like, I'm in a car wash, for example, that's when I'm not doing anything, and it's a drive through and I go, okay, I'm going to say something. So I say something, and I record whatever I think. Sometimes I'm stuck in traffic. I live in LA. I don't know if you have been here. LA traffic, forget it. <laughs> so this is what I bring, and this is what I do. This is my motivation, self-motivation to myself. So this is a device that I do that I record my thoughts that given moment whenever I have something. So it just happened I don't have this, this my little note with my, with my pen that I carry all the time with me. So that's my thing. But it's just self-discipline, I think, Amanda, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm not disciplined with this because it's like, oh, yes. what happened? Oh, my gosh, I didn't document that, right?
3: Yeah, and and that's what it comes down to. I mean, it's and I know something showing up every day, but when we really think that we we got so many hours in a day, you know, if you're writing one book, you can do a half an hour a day. You can write one page a day. It doesn't even have to take a half an hour, really. Um, If you're you're you know, fifteen minutes, you've written a page. You can walk away. Um, And the other thing that's good about that is it keeps you in the in the moment. I know previously on projects that I've abandoned. Um, is that I, I let a few days go by, and then I forgot where I was in the story. And then I didn't want to have to go back and reread because then you're actually adding extra work onto your plate. So if you keep writing every day, then you do actually have the through line in your head because you know where you just were. Um, and I think that's something that's really helpful. And, you know, if you write one page a day, I mean, most most of the time in, in, a, in a standard novel, for example, about 150 Word document pages yeah. is... Your full book. So that's that's full five book. months. Five months to a done right. book, or even blogs.
2: When you write, yeah, when you write blogs, come, com, um, compose. I'm not composed. Um, add them up. You know, whatever that the most content, what, what you think is a, is a, is relevant, and then that's your book, basically. But a page a day. That means that 365 days, if you are self-disciplined like yourself, <laughs> self-disciplined that you, you do this every day, that would be a year project. Yeah. I mean, that's, but even cut it into half, you got, you got your book.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not, um, it's not a crazy thing to, to do it. No, and, I don't think you know, so. I think I can do it. Yeah. And you get so inspired some days too, that you write a lot more. And, and yeah. so by the end of it, it comes out pretty quickly. Um, and then the self-publishing process is something I'm, I'm a big promoter of, um, once I really dove into the industry and looking kind of behind the scenes and, talking to a lot of authors who had worked particularly with some of the smaller publishing houses how it you know it was actually more expensive and not financially beneficial at all in some cases I agree completely on that <laughs> it, it it can be a really um underhanded world in, in those and if you want to go with the traditional publishers you're looking at spending a few years just trying to find a literary agent and then that literary agent has to pitch you at all the big companies and it, for, for, for one it's going to take years and years and years but for right. 2 you're then paying a literary agent the publishing house is taking their cuts so, so what are you gonna get like 10 cents a book by the end of it i mean what's exactly. it's a lot of work to write a book Right. Yeah. So, so
2: you're more in the self-publishing. So your advice, tell us. To, okay. So, the financial part of it. Tell us more about uh, the benefits of being a self published on the books. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so, so a lot of yeah uh, versus the other one. Yeah. Versus, yeah. Go ahead. Um, they, self-publishing is is such a wonderful aspect now um because it's no longer in its infancy it's much more widely accepted um the standards are up now um originally with self-publishing people were like oh you you couldn't get a publisher oh you poor thing um your book must be crap um that that was the attitude it's not there anymore (laughs) it's now a very respected part of the market and actually There's roughly uh, 3 million new books published every year. And of that 3 million, about 1 million are self-published. So we're actually have a very big, yeah, it's a very growing um, thing, which is amazing. And um, you're going to get, you know, a bigger slice of the pie. Um, Most of these publishing houses, um, self-publishing houses that do this, um, you're looking somewhere in like the 50 to 70% um, after the print costs, of course. So you're, you're looking at a big, um, piece per book, which is good. Uh, you can get your book into stores fairly easily. You can book yourself your own, um, book signing events, especially the bigger stores tend to be open to it, which is really interesting. It's, which I thought was funny because originally I was like, oh, these mom and pop shops are going to be like way more open to it. But it's turned out the opposite way where um, like Chapters Indigo in Canada, which is basically like the Barnes and Nobles version of a right. bookstore. Okay. Totally open to it up here in Canada. Um, likewise, I've talked to some of my um, my fellow authors who are self-published in the States, and they've found that Barnes and Noble is actually open to letting self-published authors come in for book signings. So there's the, the doors are open. Um, but it's just awesome a
2: little. Right? Not all of them. Not all Barnes and Noble were open to book signing certain so, location right? Yeah.
3: And it is by, it's manager's choice. So exactly. some are going to, okay. yeah. yeah. So some are going to say yes, some are going to say no, but at the end of the day, you're going to be able to book yourself an amazing book signing tour. All this kind of stuff is very easy to do. And then of course okay. there's, you also, uh, there's always conferences and different things that are usually within your yeah. genre. Um, so I'm getting yeah. into a lot of these conferences and that kind of thing. Um, so it's just, it's there. The availability is there. Why not? Uh, when, when we look at it and we look at the smaller publishing companies, they don't really do much to actually market for you. So if you have to market your book anyway, you might as well get the full cut. My mind's going to get self-published. I know that's what I've been doing too.
2: Sorry. <laughs> whoever this is. But you know what? It's so true. It's so true. I mean, you know, like I said, promising the moon is like, uh, where's, where's the, <laughs> what happened to this? And I'm looking around like after so many years. But anyway, yeah.
3: Yeah. It's and, and- <laughs> Yeah, and I think that happens to so many people, too, um, and especially yeah. a lot of the people I talk to, their first time publishing, they really wanted to go to the publishing house, and then it wasn't the experience they were hoping for, and so that's that's something else that was interesting that's grown out of um, going down the author road. I, I ended up compiling all of the information I had on, you know, the entire publishing process, how to self-publish yourself, how to market yourself, um, so now I've got a three-week course uh, where I teach people how to get their books out and- finished and just out <laughs> so yeah it's, it's nice to help people in that way because it's interesting when you get published you find out that like 80 percent of your friends have always wanted to write a book too and you're like I never knew that um so that kind of inspired that idea is like well I may as well compile what I'm learning
2: <laughs> exactly exactly that's good and then so um the genre. The genre is also a, um, a very important piece when you choose to select. So I heard about that. How, how do yeah. you, what is most 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 of the, uh, the high rating one that you can um, share with us, give us advice on?
3: Um, in, in terms of um, getting your book in the right genre, like when you're, like, let's say, for example, on Amazon, um, so that your book is showing up in the right place. You, you might even need to change what one you've originally put it in you can do that that's interesting with self-publishing you can modify things after the fact um yeah (laughs) go ahead yeah there's all these things you just never knew um but if if you can get the book where it's you know hovering in that top like one to 100 in some of the especially in the subcategories um then you're going to find a lot more people are going to find your book of course if you can get into the one to 100 on all of Amazon, even better. Um, But definitely if you get in in those subcategories, that's fantastic. Now there's some categories, you know, if you wrote a really specific book, like for, I don't know, Masonites or something, I'm sure you'd probably land in the top five because there's not too many books (laughs) in that category anyway. But does it, is it in alignment with um, your audience? Are they going to actually want to click on your book? And looking, the most important thing I can say is what are some of the comparables what are a few of the books that you feel like your book is similar to and go and see what their categories are. They're all on right. those sales pages. And then you can kind of get a feel for, you know what, if they read that, they'd love my book. Um, and that's going to be the best way to pair up your book with the right um, categories.
2: That's great. So what, what are your uh, next steps? I mean, um, pretty much this year you said, you mentioned that you're going to do book signing tours and everything. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you're pretty much doing this on your own, right? Without any publishing company by your side or anything like that. So how do you manage to, to, you know, to how do you manage it all? I mean, how do you start? What do you start? It's like, okay, I'm going to go to Barnes & Noble. I'm going to go Moms & Pops. I mean, you obviously reach out to your circle first, right? Within your social media and all of this stuff, right? Um, Yeah. Within your, your city, within your town, community, local community as well. I mean, those are your direct uh, local customers' potential. So tell us about that, about yeah. how you manage your, your book hearing.
3: Yeah, it's, um, it, it's something that took a little bit of learning at first, of course. Um, and, um, time structure like anything else, um, you know, because it does take a little while to dig up a lot of these, um, emails and, and people that you can contact because most of this information is not usually readily available online. Um, social media is your best friend. Um, one of the things that I did to get in touch with a lot of the managers at uh, Indigo Chapters Canada um, is I, I went to their Facebook page and I sent them a message mm-hmm. and I said, Hey, who do I get in touch with to you know, get uh, a, a book signing event scheduled at your store? Um, and there you go. It, w- it wasn't um, hard. It just took a little bit of thinking outside of the box to uh, get the right names. Yeah. So it's, right. Sometimes it's just being a little thoughtful that way, and then um, be, being prepared and professional to put things together. Um, putting together a press release for your book so that you can send them all of the information at a quick glance. Um, you know, you, you just send them what you've got, um, what you're interested in. Keep it short, simple, and sweet. And yep. wait for the back. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cheers.
2: Yeah. I'm amazed also and how, you know, like you said, you, you know, you reach out. It's all about relationship, I think, you know, when you reach out your local businesses and, you know, uh, companies or businesses that you already know, who you know. Um, and then you say, hey, I've got a book signing here and, then, you know, I'd like to have a you know, schedule a day. And then, you know, how embracing they are, how, how welcoming they are. It's like, oh, wow, you wrote a book. Libraries, for example, you know, Barnes and Nobles, yeah. uh, local, your local, your local uh, Barnes and Noble stores. I mean, it's just a matter of telephone calls. Sometimes they refer you to, well, I uh, talked to the district office or talk to, to some other office. You know, we're not in charge of this. We don't make decisions on this. It's okay. Just make that number. Call that number that they, they give you. And then you never know. I mean, what's the worst thing they say? That you get respond. No. Then you move on to your next list. The person in your list, right? <laughs> <laughs> right
1: yeah okay yeah. so
2: um the tours how um so pretty much you're going to allocate the whole year then or are you going to you know it is almost like you got to get busy basically right <laughs> all, all <of> the books i
3: mean like um luckily um at least right now i'm trying to book things that are drivable distance so i'm trying to keep things a little bit more manageable um this year. Um, I've got I've got a kind of a winter tour signed up, and then I'm going to um, be hitting up a few more individual things throughout the year. That way, I'm going to have enough time to work on getting my next books out um, and, and doing all of the promotional work that goes with that. So I'm always trying to make sure I'm time managing well without stressing the limits, because I feel it's always important we take care of ourselves, and the right opportunities will show up at the right time as long as we're open to them. So I like to... Mm-hmm. everything out there get things going and then and then things tend to pick up anyway you get recommendations and so things happen in life I find where you know you get the ball rolling and then it'll show you where to go next
2: (laughs) right is there any I mean with all of this uh you know a books touring and keep you busy and all that is there any plan for writing more books perhaps
3: (laughs) oh yes Oh yes, definitely. I, I absolutely, I love the writing process. It's definitely become a daily part of my life at this point. Um, so I'm always working on something. I'm currently writing um, my next two and my sixth book actually launches January 22nd. So lots of, lots of exciting things happening.
2: <laughs>
3: now, do you happen to have all of the books right next nearby with you right now? Uh,
2: can can
3: show the, the newest one. Yeah. I, I tend to have them in my office with me.
2: Okay, great. So if you can just go ahead and show it. it. All right, wait. <laughs> manifesting? Let me see the many. Show all five. I have them, yeah. <laughs> right. And then give us a little bit of um, synopsis, you know, like yeah, a little bit of, you know, of each. Yes. What is
3: now? So here's manifesting on purpose. And um, I like this, that book. I, I was so proud of it. This was the first one that got published and it happened so quickly. It was amazing how fast it came into being. And um, it's definitely been my best-selling book. And I think it really touches a lot of people. It it makes sense. It's one of those things where it all makes sense when you go through this, you you get the manifesting process. One of the things I was talking about with another lady um, earlier this week was how confusing the secret was. When we watched that film, if you watched it, it was amazing. Um, but it left you with almost more questions than when you started Exactly, it. yeah. I was like, yeah. Like, what? No what <laughs> I was like, That's a cool yeah. concept. How do I do it? Um, and that was something that she and I were really passionate about sharing is the how. So why do you think the way you do? Why are you manifesting what you manifest? And that just changing your conscious thought isn't enough. You have to go down to the subconscious because that's where your beliefs are. And you will self-sabotage if your belief system doesn't line up with what you're consciously thinking absolutely is you you work through that stuff you work through any of your blocks and then you're open to receiving what you really want to receive so that's what manifesting on purpose is all about it's it's getting into the nitty-gritty so you can really open up and change your life so i love this one Everybody everybody's one it's it's a it's a it's a life changer
2: it's very deep and it has a lot of so much men's message on it that I really, 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 really enjoy. Um, you all need to get on online, Amazon, available, Kindle, Kindle right, also, yeah? Yeah, um, that um, book.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah that book is really accessible. Accessible. It's on all the big sites, so you can, you can get it wherever you like to shop and you get points. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
3: Go <laughs> to her <laughs> website, right? <laughs> what is your website again? Um, my website is AmandaRoseFitness.com, and I've Fitness. got a books page on there. I'm, I'm getting an author page set up. It's just not glamorized okay. yet. <laughs> well, well, the thing is
2: that when I went to – when I tried to Google Amanda Rose, um, I couldn't find you because it's like, oh, and then you sent me the website name. It was uh, Amanda Rose Fitness, you said, or books, rather. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is – wait a minute. Is she – so, you know, it was like, okay, so AmandaRoseFitness.com is your yes. website. All right, show us a second one and third and fourth and fifth.
3: Yes, um, so Manifesting Your Best Life, it's the second one in the Manifesting series. Um, this one kind of, I wrote with the entrepreneur in mind or with the person who really wants to change their life, who's not happy with the status quo. Now, having said entrepreneur, not everybody's built to be an entrepreneur and I totally get that. This is also for somebody who's like, not quite happy with where they are in their work. They want the change that's going to make life really enjoyable every single day. And this kind of goes through the steps. So it's kind of like that next level, you know, you've been through manifesting on purpose. You understand that core concept of change. And now here's a lot more of the how to, how to do it, how to change your life in a really profound way. So this has all of those kind of steps in it. So this one, I, this one's kind of like a project baby where it came out so eloquently (laughs) and I'm very proud of it um and it's just really that building that process keeping yourself in that manifesting state of mind
2: how many pages is that is this one the same one with the, well, the first one
3: About 200ish close to that yeah so well, they're yeah it's a good yeah, book they're to
2: read not,
3: but they're they're they get everything out that they need to get out so that it's okay. It's the steps you really need. I find at the end of the day, some of these books have a little bit too much fluff. So what do we what do we want to focus on? And then we're going we're gonna to do that. So that's where those two are at, are really mindset, changing your mindset, getting yourself where you want to be.
2: I'm so proud of that, that one, too, because it's kind of like uh, um, relate to each other, but then it's more in the entrepreneurial mindset. Okay, show us the third one and fourth and fifth. You
3: got a lot. <laughs> <I> do, yes. <laughs> um, so this is a strange dream, which is a collection of my short stories and poetry. Um, that was something I did a lot in college, especially. Um, it was something that really allowed me to be creative and have an outlet. So these are all um, fiction. They're a lot of fun. Um, a lot of different stories. I definitely say it's more of the literature side. So if that's something that's up Your Alley, it's a little more fun to read that. And I got a really cool picture of um, Kingston kind of wrapped around the back here. So, yeah. hometown, it's a little bit of that
2: up. one, Amanda. How many pages is that one? How many pages um, is that book? This
3: guy is a short little guy. I think he's 120-ish, yeah.
2: It looks like it's thicker.
3: I was gonna say, it's not, it's not terribly thick, this one. My, um, my fiction books are the biggest. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
2: take a look um, at that one. I think that's interesting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, this is the one I mentioned earlier, which is really a lot about my journey with mental health, um, overcoming mental health and that kind of thing, and the the thought processes that go behind it. Um, so um, it, it is a fiction, but it is really a lot based on my own experiences in life. So I wanted to make it... Um, Trying to think of the right word. I wanted to make it a story because I feel like stories are easier to digest than raw information yeah. sometimes, um, and so that just made it a little bit easier also to write it from that point of view. Um, so there's some surrealism factors to it as well, but I right. wanted that to also convey the thought process that happen when our minds are not focused where they should be. So that's, it's that's easier to one. resonate. Yeah, easy, easier yeah. to resonate
2: with the readers. What's the the title of that?
3: Um, This one is called The Impending End. end. It goes under the waves. It's a little hard to see on the camera. Um, But yeah, this one um, is definitely has a lot of meaningful messages in it. And despite the fact that it is a little bit of a heavy read, um, there are some of those really beautiful life moments in there, too, of discovery and and being and childhood and some of those things that I think will really resonate um, with, with everyone.
2: Great! Yeah, I can't wait to to indulge that one too. Okay, go ahead. What's the next one? Um, you got another?
3: Yeah, I was just saying this is the last one um, for now, and this is Fire, Fury, Freedom, which is the very first book I I wrote. Um, which is science fiction, um, action, adventure. It's a dystopian fantasy. It's it's so much fun. It, this is, I have to say, is I love Law of Attraction and passing that forward. But this is my favorite stuff to write because it really lets my imagination go wherever it wants to. Um, and creating stories that have really profound characters and, and world building. That's something that really just resonates with me and makes me very excited.
2: <laughs> wow. So this right.
3: is a passion project.
2: <laughs> right. So basically all of these books that you have published, it took you a really short time to publish yourself. I mean, you write and to publish. It's all driven by your passion. How yes. cool is that? It's all driven by your passion. You collected all of your, your, your past, um, you know, memory or past writings, past, you know, things. And then, you know, in, in, in just in a writing format, in a book format, where you want to send them as a message to your audiences. I think that's beautiful. Is there, um, what are your personal advices at this point? to other women or um, anyone that's out there listening right now, uh, basically in regards to your personal journey to success or um, anything that you want to say, you know, simply following, you know, I'm writing notes, by the way, <laughs> your notes, <laughs> 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 following passion of your, uh, the mark, you know, manifesting the purpose in your life. What are your personal advices to all of, uh, all of the listeners out there?
3: Um. I think that's a really good question because what do we walk away with and what do we do um, yes. at the end of this? Cause it's so um, easy to get fired up and then go, Oh, I've got nowhere to put this energy. Um, and I would definitely right. say for anybody, if, if you're looking to improve your life, if you're looking to make more money, have a better relationship, get a better, whatever, whatever you want. It's from the inside out. It's not fun. There's no, there's no secret. There's no, Oh, these, these people who have the perfect lives, they just, they must know something. I don't, But that's not right. what it is. It's that personal journey. It's, it's working on your personal growth. For me, the best way to do that was for reading a lot of books. You know, you are a badass. Um, the magic um, trying to think of some other ones. I like secrets of the millionaire mind. There are so many good books out there from people who have done it and That's, that's where we learn, right? Like, we don't recreate the wheel. It's like, well, what worked? Cool, I'm going to learn that and I'm going to implement it. And that's, that's where it comes down to because until we fix, or I don't even mean fix until we have that growth inside where our mindset is ready to go to that next level, we stay where we are. (laughs) And that's, and that's (laughs) all it comes to.
2: Yeah, I think it is. I think it's just inside um, your personal journey. Very uplifting. Uh, I'm hoping to resonate for many listeners out there. It is already resonating myself. You would never know who are listening to this podcast and going through the same thing that you had gone through, Amanda, before. And she's looking for solutions, answers from her own struggles and challenges, right? That's what we do what we do here to learn, collaborate, and grow. Um, here's what I want to say, that women are the catalyst to great things in this planet, whether we know it or not, right? With, um, yes. what, half of the um, population, for population here, we continue to, to be the guiding forces committed to, I'm sure you say this, and I every woman say knows this, I should say, st- shining a light on empowering, empowering you know, role models and effort to inspire more, you know, what we do, similar things that we do, thank you for all you do and services that extend to many through writings and your writings manifesting the purpose in life, you know, and this is so important for me. It is important to just, you know, listening what you share because from an author to another author, I mean, you've done so quite, 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 quite many work. I mean, not just work, but very compelling, very inspirational. Um, I mean, it has been for me. I've been sitting here listening to your journey. It's like, my goodness, you've gone through a lot. So if I may offer information or refer you to others who are seeking your services, how can we reach you? Um, I know you mentioned about you offering services such as the, uh, the book writing, um, the book writing or book projects, uh, things like that. Is that something that uh, you offer as well in, in the future or you have been doing this? And yeah. how, can do how can we do that?
3: Yes. Good question. Um, I, I, I do it two-pronged approach because everybody's different. Um, I like to run um, workshops every few months um, where I'm a little bit more hands-on and I can answer questions. And then for the people who are a little bit more self-driven and they're like, I just need the information, um, I put my course up on Udemy as well, or Udemy or however you say their name. Um, So they're available on there. Um, Maybe what I can do, Nikki, is send you um, just the web address and then that could he clicked on there and then and then social media is usually the quickest way to get a hold of me because i'm i'm self marketing so i'm pretty much on social media every single day <laughs> so what's your what, uh, yeah what's your what's
2: your, uh, what's your instagram what's your um tell us where to find you i'm sure you're not shy
3: <laughs> um on um on instagram um i'm at fit W coach amanda um and um same, same with, uh, Facebook and, uh, yeah, just, uh, I, I, try to keep things same across the board cause it's easy to find me. Um, if you want my author page on uh, Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Amanda Rose author.
2: Amanda Rose author. Okay. I'll find you there. Um, because I'm pretty sure you post like, uh, regularly, correct? Yeah. I'm not so much on Facebook. Are you on Twitter as well?
3: Uh, I am on Twitter. Uh, it's something that I definitely need to get into showing up more for. <laughs> but I'm on Instagram. Yeah, daily no, I,
2: I know I have love and hate um, on Twitter and also on Facebook. And Instagram is my personal stuff. And then sometimes so random doesn't make sense. But you know what? I just post anything that I wish. <laughs> but I know people say you got to post something that's relevant. Yeah, I'm trying to do that. <laughs> it's been wonderful <laughs> speaking together and learning things from you. It's really so. So, what's the future look like in the next uh, three, five years with you?
3: Oh gosh! Books, right? uh, yeah, uh, definitely a lot more books coming out. I've got so many more ideas. Um, developing um, my Fire Fury saga and putting out a lot. I have I have so many ideas for more um, manifesting books. I'm currently almost done writing manifesting money so we can keep an eye out for that um kind of around spring so there's there's a lot of fun things coming out and definitely a lot of events um working on uh, doing a lot more public speaking events as well um i think it's just so important to get these messages out there to empower each other to lift each other up and to know that we can do anything we set our minds to
2: yeah i really admire energy i really admire what you're doing Uh, It's not just writing a book and then toss it in the closet and then forget about it, but you're really actually doing something about it, you know, Um, and then really, you know, continue manifesting the the title of the book, uh, the purpose of that. Um, uh, Yeah, really. is there any last words that you want to say or share with other listeners out there?
3: My last words is... uh no matter what your belief is, whether you believe in reincarnation or you're like, this is my only life, whatever, whatever the case may be is just go for it. Because the worst that happens when we throw ourselves all in is that we tumble a little and we get back up and we try again and we find what works because that's, that's how you build your dream life. And that's how you, you move forward. So go all in and, and you'll get there. Don't let the fear and the doubt hold you back.
2: That's beautiful. Like personal development, personal growing, and growing, growing, and learning every day, right?
3: Every single day. Yes. Show up. Consistency. Consistency is my word. That's right. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna write that down. Consistency,
2: (laughs) Nikki. Thirty minutes every day. Write a page. (laughs) Consistent. Be disciplined, Nikki. And for our listeners, if you enjoy listening to this, please do post and share this podcast to others, and reach out to Amanda, Amanda Rose fitness.com. Share it, like it, tweet it at Facebook, like it. You know, all those fancy stuff you all do daily. Get the words out there. It fits your soul and it fits the souls of your friends and others around you. And don't forget to subscribe and join our community as well. I am Nikki Dare, your host. Please stay safe, stay vigilant until our next episode on We Talk, Woman Empowerment, Collaborate, Not Competition. From my passion to yours, I'm Nikki Dare, your host. God bless. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you so much for being here. Love you you so much. And hopefully we see you again soon. Good luck on all of your books, ventures, okay? da everybody.
1: You have been listening to Nikki Dare's Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nickydare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes and firearms training, and handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios and her other outdoor activities and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos. You can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare all about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website books.nickydare.com check out her newest website travel.nickydare.com for all travel resources savings and tips her calendars both of living in purpose and passion as well as her exclusive edition of firearm safety are available for order on her website nickydare.com All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, living in purpose and passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare.